Hi there, and welcome to Fivercast, the official podcast for sellers by sellers. I'm Adam, aka Twisted Web One Two Three, and I am Ryan, aka Custom Drum Loops. And today we are joined by Wayne, who is Aussie UK on Fiverr. Wayne, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Great. Nice to have you on. Awesome. So, mine, as uh, Ryan said, my name is Wayne, aka Aussie UK on Fiverr. I'm a Fiverr ambassador. I primarily sell in the online marketing category. So, Wayne, this isn't actually the first time we've had you on the show, is it? I think today's your third time. Absolutely. Um, I was on one of the first podcasts. I think it was How to Say No. And uh, I was on the podcast with a live episode in New York when we, uh, when we went over there in December. Yeah, so for anyone who wants to check out those episodes, remember that you can find them on the Fiverr forum. But it's, it's great to have you back on the show today, Wayne, especially because, again, we're going to be talking about uh, a topic which I think really relates to you, given that you currently juggle home life with another job and Fiverr as well. So we're going to be talking about how to balance work and summer, because, I mean, everybody loves summer. Everybody wants to be outside during summer, and there's just so much to do. So I want to kick off by asking both Wayne and Ryan, what are your favorite things about summer? Well, I can say my favorite thing about summer is definitely the weather and the fact that it actually feels like a summer. And being in Southern California, it's kind of summer all year round, but the summer, it, it truly has that summer feel where there's, it's fun to get outside, fun to go to the beach, fun to do things like that. Um, you know, and I think the one thing that's going to be interesting in this podcast is touching on the fact that we're balancing that work element. So to me, I like to be able to get outside and do as much work as I can um, while still being productive and still enjoying my life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where I live, kind of like in the north of England, it's kind of like always dark and rain in the winter. So for the very brief time we have summer over here, it's just great to be outside and just to do the stuff that I really need to get done outside. And the, I suppose the best thing is going on holiday or vacation, you know? So I imagine then, especially for us, Wayne, because we're in the UK and we're, we're not blessed with the, the weather that Ryan has, summer is quite a tricky time to work because it comes around, it's hot outside, and the last thing you really want to be doing is being stuck inside you know, trying to complete your gigs or do tasks or kind of be bound, if you like, by your desk, when it's for such that small period, you can go on vacation, you can go outside, and you can just be having fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, me and yourself have got kids too, right? So, Yeah, that's a, that's obviously another element as well. When summer comes around, we get that, that blissful six weeks of summer holiday with the kids, <laughs> which uh, can also be quite a... A happy stress. It can be a happy stress when you're trying to balance that along with work as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when summer kind of comes around, how do you find yourself looking to prepare for that? Is it something you prepare quite a lot in advance or is it something you just kind of think it's sunny outside, now's the time to put that into action? Yeah, kind of like I do things ad hoc really. So I'm like always checking the weather. I think it's like us British have got like a really special relationship with the weather. Um, so if I'm if I'm checking the forecast a few days and it's going to be a sunny day, I'll basically just sit and just churn out orders as, as fast as I can to try and get a day off. Um, or what I what I tend to do if I'm trying to obviously like go on holiday or something is is to work. I don't know, maybe like a few days in advance. So it's about kind of pre-planning to kind of still do the work, still maintain your revenue, but opening up gaps and more time elsewhere to make sure that you can kind of take full advantage of the summer. Is, is that kind of the same with you, Ryan? 
Yeah, I mean, I like to plan a little bit more and I love warm weather. So I try to plan the majority of my trips and vacations over the summer just because I know anywhere I go is likely going to be warm. So what I like to do once I have those planned out is figure out where I'm going to be extending delivery times or where I'm going to be activating vacation mode. And I know we've had episodes about that with a lot of great tips. So I've been able to take the trips that I'm going on. I went on a couple this month. I'm going on another one next month, a big one in September. So to have those planned out and know where they are, those are times where I'm going to communicate with buyers. Hey, you know, just so you know, if you need it back quickly, get your order in before this time, or I might finish everything up until the day before I leave and extend my delivery time. So I don't have to activate vacation mode. And to me, it's all about planning so I can have the most enjoyable summer possible, but at the same time, while still keeping the orders up and bringing the revenue in. Yeah. I think, I think me and you do something very similar, Ryan. I I don't think I've ever activated vacation mode. I'd love to activate it, but I'm just greedy, and I'd rather still have the orders coming through the door. So I kind yeah, of like yeah. if, if I'm planning to go on holiday, um, like for example, I went to Paris last year. It wasn't really a holiday; it was kind of like a, a mini break. And um, yeah, I kind of just extended all my lead times by a week, um, but I knew about it when I got back, and I got like twice the amount of orders to do. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've never activated, activated my vacation mode to not get orders. I just do it to prevent getting swamped with messages. So one example was I went to China this past February. And before I left, I put on vacation mode the first couple days just because I didn't know how reliable the internet would be. And I didn't want to come back and have 400 messages and have to get caught up on all of those. So I think that planning element allows you to, to plan for that. It's like, you know, going to Paris, you probably knew what you were going to get. And uh, it's always nice to come back to that huge volume of orders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But I suppose one of the things that when I, when I did that and I extended the lead time, I wasn't really far away from Fiverr, to be honest, because I got the mobile app. So if I got messages, I could just answer them on the fly and they were just like really simple. And obviously we've got the um, the, the uh, custom reply. Is it called the custom reply? The pre-saved messages. Yeah, the, yeah, the pre-saved messages. So if it's just a simple message, you can just fire out one of those pre-saved messages out. So it didn't really detract much from my from my last holiday, holiday that I went on, uh, just simply because I could use the Fiverr app while, whilst I was out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I recently went on probably my longest holiday for a while, which was two weeks. And what I actually found myself doing was something similar to Ryan, where I gave a heads up beforehand and kind of said to people, I'm away for these dates, which I found really, I had a really good positive reaction from that because it kind of prompted buyers to not um and uh about whether they should order, get their orders in quickly, increased what I would normally have done in that time frame, go away with a small kind of bonus, if you like, so I didn't have to worry and I either do one of two things where I extended my gigs to cover the whole time I was away. So I come back and I've still got orders in my queue and I can crack on work straight away. Or what I sometimes do is I might go in vacation mode, but halfway through the holiday, come back out with my gigs at a higher lead time so I can ramp up those orders again, but always use the app for the correspondence and the messages. I mean, I, I found myself, I think I paid like a five pound top up on my phone to have unlimited internet. And I just used that basically just to correspond with everyone, let them know when I was going to be back. And for me, the whole thing was seamless and I could I could enjoy the whole holiday. But at the same time, I wasn't there thinking, are there going to be many orders when I come back or, you know, will I have to wait a couple of weeks to see if things pick up again? It was it was a nice mixture of 
being able to relax knowing I didn't have any work to do, but knowing that I'd be coming back to work as opposed to maybe panicking about going for a nice meal here or, you know, doing a certain thing on a holiday, wondering if I'm going to blow my budget by the time I'm home. Definitely. You know, I think it's interesting as a freelancer too, it's not like working a regular nine to five job where you have two weeks of vacation and you can just shut everything off. You don't have to respond to emails. Even when we're on vacation, we're always working. I mean, in some capacity, whether it's responding to messages or worrying about not getting orders. I mean, there's always something that's on our minds related to making those sales. So I think the one cool thing with summer too, is it allows you to do those kind of mini trips where maybe you're doing a weekend trip where you're still planning on checking messages in the morning every day and getting orders. And there's also the vacations, which are more, I think, Adam, what you were just talking about, where you have two full weeks planned off and you're not planning to necessarily respond to messages for a set amount of time and then strategically change your lead times and different things like that. Yeah. My favorite thing about summer as well is I always redo all of my gig videos because (laughs) the natural light is usually better. So you get a better quality, you get a bit of a tan and you just end up producing a more professional looking video. So that's probably my top tip for the summer is think about redoing those videos because they look a lot nicer than when you've done them, you know, in the middle of winter and it's cold and drab outside. You have your sunglasses on in the video. (laughs) Yeah. I've got one with the sunglasses on, right? (laughs) (laughs) So talking about, you mentioned it earlier, Wayne, about the kids being home off the summer. Now, no matter what job that you do, that can be quite a big change, whether you're working for yourself or working elsewhere or, you know, picking up five apart time, the kids coming home adds a whole new dynamic to your working day. How do you kind of find the balance between spending time with them, but also being able to work from home as well? Yeah. So, um, so what, what I generally do when the kids are at home, I'm, generally like planning out my day so we'll go out for go off for the day with the kids uh go to like the space museum or something and at night time i'll just sit and just work 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 and get the get those gigs out of the way get up maybe like an hour and a half earlier in the morning just to kind of manage those morning orders out uh and that just kind of frees my day up but the, the, sec- the second problem i've got is that i've actually got a day job as well um I'm not there all the time. It's a business that kind of just runs itself and I've got other people running it for me. But there are times when I need to be away from home and that requires kind of like careful planning for the gigs. Um, So I'm kind of like working whilst I'm working like two jobs whilst I'm away. Um, It can be a real pain sometimes, but Fiverr gives me flexibility with with the time to do that. Obviously, moving lead times and such like. You can tell our kids are different ages because where you say you wake up an hour and a half earlier, I'm just thinking my kids wake up at 6 a.m. <laughs> There's no way I'm waking up at 4.30 to try and to try and do that. I think I would be kind of like dead by about midday. <laughs> but one, one of the things I'm actually doing this summer, um, because I, as you know, I've, I've got a new baby coming in, uh, in August. So it's going to be like all hands to deck. And um, so we're doing some kind of like work on the house to kind of extend it. Uh, we're building an extension on the house. And I'm also building like a log cabin out back so I can actually do my gigs where I've got some quiet as well. I think uh, congratulations, by the way. But I Thanks. think um, I think a great thing as well about your log, log cabin idea, especially when it comes to things like summer, is you have a good separation, especially as well working from home, between your work and your your personal life so 
especially I find during the summer, you can find it very easy to procrastinate. You know, you're maybe sat in your office or sat in the living room working, got some music on or whatever, and you can find yourself kind of like drifting away or thinking about other things or just procrastinating. But by setting up that specific designated area, you know, this is my work time. I'll get it done. You crank it all out and you just, you optimize yourself. So you have more free time to do other things. No, definitely. You, you definitely, if you've got like a family at home and you are a freelancer, you definitely need that separation. You've got to work, right? Yeah. Cause I think Ryan, you have a, a designated work area as well, don't you? Yes, I do. I have an office just dedicated for work. And while it's great year round in the summer, it's nice to get out and do work in different spots as well. So, you know, maybe find a coffee shop with a nice shady spot with great internet. You know, I mean, I think the cool thing with summer is you have the flexibility to do that because the weather permits. So, I, I mean, I'm totally in agreement with you that Wayne, that cabin idea is great. And if I had any sort of woodworking skills, I might try to do it myself. Because <laughs> yeah, one thing um, I know Red's doing as well um is she's she's currently got two different laptops one is for her personal life and one is for work just so you don't find yourself kind of drifting away because i could easily sit in my office you know for three or four hours working thinking it'd be nice to go outside or i could focus on what i'm doing and finish within an hour yeah you know i've got the two dedicated desktops in my office and then i also have a laptop so it gives me that flexibility to work anywhere even within the house i mean just a little change of scenery is nice especially like you mentioned getting that light you know so go where it's the lightest and be the most productive so one thing that we often hear about and i've heard this from a few sellers as well is summertime there's normally you might see a dip in sales is that anything that either of you have experienced yeah i don't really get a dip in sales or not that i notice that i do um there are times during the summer months when i suppose that there are people on vacation around the world and to be honest it doesn't really bother me that i do get those dips in sales where it has bothered me in the past i've supposedly gone out and suppose actively advertise a little bit more i may have tweeted my gig out on twitter or put the uh, put a link to a few of my gigs on my facebook page for me the summer is actually one of my busier times of the year which is surprising but july and august especially are always two of my busiest months along with january which is right at the start of the year and i think the one big thing with that is looking as you've been on fiverr longer you know i'm i'm a little over four years. I know you guys have been on even longer than that, I think. Uh, maybe, Wayne, you haven't, but Adam, you have. But as you go through the years, you start to pick up patterns on when orders slow down or when orders pick up. So my advice with that is paying attention to those patterns. So while mine not be in summer, if someone else's is in summer, like Wayne mentioned, you can do more to promote it. You can do look for different ways to get your gig out there to help those slow times so that revenue stays up. And also... Don't sweat it if you're getting orders that are low. It's always going to pick back up as long as you have a good gig, you know, and you're doing the right thing. Um, you know, that's my advice personally is look for those patterns and look for ways that you can remedy those. If they happen to be in the summer, then great. But it also works for other times of the year. Yeah, I think that's absolutely key. And uh, it's something that I experience as well, where everyone will have quiet periods. But you do see that pattern of when you may have a quiet period, you have a busier period elsewhere within the year. And the only thing that I really look to do inside of a quiet period, especially when summer, the last thing you want to do is be trying to slave away or really spend all your time trying to enhance something or trying to force it when you don't have to. So what I'll normally do is I'll kind of look for like a marginal gain, whether that's thinking to myself, can I do 
X amount more orders than last week or this time last year, as opposed to trying to compare it to my best week or my best month? Or can I try and deliver my gigs X amount faster just to try and think, well, if I'm delivering these gigs quicker, I may not have have as many orders in, but I'll have more free time to do what I want to do. Or if I'm doing a little bit more uh, than I did this time last year, then it's a gain again. I mean, there's no point me comparing my quietest summer month to my busiest month in general, because that is something that's going to drive you crazy and you're going to try and force it. So I really agree with you, Ryan, that I personally wouldn't stress too much your sales dip because whatever the sales you had previously and the sales that you're going to have to follow will show you that pattern and how you should kind of reflect on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that my busy months, like January, January, February, March, and then uh, October, November, and December, they're my busy months. It dips down the summer. But like I say, it doesn't, doesn't really bother me that much uh, because like you, Adam, it gives me a bit more free time and a bit more flexibility to go out and do things I want to do. Yeah, and exactly. That's the exact, that's the exact same um, busy month as me when beginning of the year and end of the year, then the middle isn't exactly quiet, quiet, but you can certainly see that pattern, but it's, it's not worth stressing about in my opinion. Definitely not. I think we all go through those periods too, where we're swamped with a ton of orders and we're stressing about having too much work. And then all of a sudden the next week, the switch flips and the orders are low and we immediately go to stressing about, I'm never going to get orders again. And I think recognizing that, I mean, and I think every freelancer goes through that. It's just the patterns, the ups and downs, but when you're aware of it, it makes it easier when you do get that fresh breath of air of, okay, I can, I can sit back. I can relax a little bit more. I can get outside. I can go do things. When you recognize those periods as a good thing and just not say I'm stressed, I'm not making enough money or as much money as I was last week. I mean, I think that's key, especially in the summer to balance every, balancing everything out. So I think maybe the other challenge that comes with the summer months is people who have kind of like seasonally charged gigs or gigs that kind of rely on certain times of the year and summer may or may not play a part in that. Um, is that something I think didn't you previously Ryan have a gig that was based on um, videos outside or something along those lines? No, I never had that, but I mean, I do see slight spikes in the ukulele stuff in the summer. I think just because that has a summer vibe and a summer feel to it. So that could be one reason. I mean, I know it's not as obvious as something like a Christmas gig or a holiday gig, but I do think that people are looking for certain things and to promote certain businesses more in the summer. So for anyone who's kind of on a, a seasonally based gig or is seeing an effect of the season and wondering, you know, is this gig going to be viable during the summer? I think you could also flip it around and let's say you, you recorded videos outside. Is this gig going to be viable in the winter? What kind of suggestion would you would you take from that to try and move forward for someone who's worried with the summer coming up? My advice for that would be to get creative with your surroundings. So, for example, summer where I am is different than summer where you are. You are and both have something to offer that's unique. So if you can play to your strengths with your surroundings and what you have around you, that's one way to really stand out. And you're going to be unique and be able to bring in more orders that I might be able to get orders that you too might not get just because you're in, you know, the UK where it's just cold and rainy all the time, even in the summer. And I'm just, you know, out here where it's sunny 300 days a year, you know, so it's, uh, I think playing to your strengths and your surroundings and what you have at your disposal, that's a good way to position yourself to stand out. So I mean, people are looking for certain things to promote certain businesses in the summer, and that might be what they're looking for. So jealous, Ryan. <laughs> 
But Wayne, we get snow, so I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <you do. laughs> I'm pretty sure Ryan's going to be jealous of the amount of snow that we get. Uh, I'm sure. I'm going to be so jealous when I'm outside and just sitting in the 70 degree weather. You guys don't know what 70 degree weather is, do you? Never. Let me think of the, <laughs> let me think of the conversion there because yeah, <laughs> it's warm. So I have a question for you, Adam and Wayne. The biggest responsibility I have in terms of kids is making sure I walk my dog. So nowhere near as hectic as it gets for you guys. How do you balance having kids that are getting older? You know, some of them might be home from school. They still might be too early to go to school. Does it change from summer to summer with what you do with your kids and how you juggle the responsibilities um, when they, you know, change ages like kids do? For me, it's kind of, again, similar to how we structure or plan our time off. For me, the biggest thing is kind of setting up a routine or, or planning something to kind of divide your time. Because for me, it's better to spend, let's say, the day with the kids doing whatever or if they're doing something, keep them occupied, keep them focused and then come back to that later when they're asleep and crack on with work or crack on with the gigs and make sure that I always split the two up. Otherwise, you kind of end up in a place where maybe you're trying to half work, half look after the kids. You haven't tired them out enough that they're going to go to sleep. Because again, mine is still quite young, that they're actually going to go to sleep, which then affects your work on the other way. So for me, what I always try and balance out with that, and especially when it comes to summer, is it's all about focusing my time 100% on either one, but trying not to mix them. So it's 100% on an activity with the kids and then 100% with work after that. And the, the biggest challenge for me is if I try to combine the two, it then starts to get a little bit awkward or a little bit messy. And as for the dog comment, I mean, I... I I always, I always say kids and dogs have a lot in common because, I mean, technically you have to walk kids as well. You have to keep them active. <laughs> Got to make sure they don't run off in traffic or roll around in mud or put things in their mouth that they shouldn't. So it's very similar. <laughs> no, I can totally just, just leash them up and take them outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't put that in. Bad parent. Disclaimer. Don't leash your children. <laughs> 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 no, I think I, I think I can like take the same approach as Adam. Um, that you, during like the summer, you've really got to focus on the kids because they're at home all the time, and they're always. I mean, my kids are a little bit older than yours, Adam, so they want to be they they know the places they want to go. Like uh, earlier, I asked the kids where they want to go. It was let's go to Shored Forest at the weekend. I know that I've got a stack of orders to do at the weekend, so I've got to like do those all i've got to work like extra hard so i can take them there um so yeah it's, it's difficult being a freelancer and having kids and and that's looping back around to like having the separation um and, and partly why i'm getting this thing outside so i can work in i think another element that could come in as well with freelancers as well is when you've got your kids for six weeks straight and you're trying to you know, keep them occupied and keep them busy, one thing that might be a worry for some people is the cost of that, where you might think, I want to do this with my kids, I want to do this with my kids, but because I'm a freelancer and I can't really say I'm going to take two weeks of holiday and get paid for that, you, you might kind of worry to yourself, well, going to the zoo for the day is going to cost X amount and I can't work. But what I would actually say to that is it's all about 
it's, it's a terrible thing to say in relation to kids, but it's all about spending money to make money in the sense that why not go out for a day at the zoo, spend the time and the money doing that, invest in that, have a great day out when the kids are in bed, then just set a goal for yourself to try to earn more than it costs you to go to the zoo that day. And you should be able to do that for, you know, like kids of my age group where they're going to be absolutely tired out after the zoo. Oh, then crack down, do work. And then you kind of have like the best of both worlds where you've been with your kids, they've had a great day. And then you've also gone home and kind of secured that. And you're not kind of worried that six weeks of trying to spend time with them is going to impact your work and, you know, make it very difficult. And I'll throw something a little sappy in there, but the memories you make with your kids at the zoo are going to be worth far more than getting a couple more orders that day. So, I mean, I think that's something to keep in mind when they're home for summer is you get to have these, these summer memories with them that you're building. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, I mean, it, yeah, like you said, it's one of those things where you may look at two or three orders in your queue and think, should I do them now or should I do them later tonight? And always, always do them later in the night. Spend that time, enjoy your summer. Because again, as we've highlighted, summer doesn't come around that often in the UK for us. So for me, that's the time of year that you really prioritize your your home and your leisure and work should kind of take the sidestep to that and the rest of it should be you know your main focus should be away from that but from from my perspective well that's a beauty about being a seller on fiber isn't it that you can you can really set your own hours and you can work to your own tune so if you want to work at night you can if you want to work early in the morning you can and you know you've now got like a order limiter so you can limit the amount of orders you get in queue as well. Uh, it's one of those things that I kind of want to explore this summer because I do get a lot of orders. So I'd kind of like to uh, see how that pans out. Yeah, I think the great thing about being the fiber seller as well is, and I was actually explaining this to a friend the other day, often when you're freelancing, you're always kind of like trying to chase the project. So I might be there trying to bid on a project or find a project, spending my time just to secure that. And that can take up or eat up a lot of the time. So especially when you're looking to take time off, there's nothing worse than thinking to yourself, I actually need to go out and secure this work or find that project, do it, and then I can relax. Whereas the fact with Fiverr is you just take your phone with you, you go out and do whatever you want to do. And because the buyers come to you, you can just kind of like check in and think, oh, I've got a few more orders. And again, it adds that comfort level where you can enjoy yourself and not think, for every, you know, two, three, four hours I'm out of the house, I could be chasing up that email or trying to secure that work because the buyers are the ones coming to you, which just completely takes the stress away from that. Yeah, it takes the it takes the uh, traditional sense of freelancing where you've got to go out and bid on those projects. You just don't have to do that. Yeah, I think that's also um, a good tip for anyone who kind of freelances in general and uses Fiverr to some degree is during the summer months, think about, actually ramping up your Fiverr profile by adding more gigs. And again, you, you could maybe use things like the queue limiter or try and limit your orders in some way, but actually try and put more effort or more stuff onto Fiverr. So then you're not trying to work in five or 10 different places, trying to chase up that work. And instead you're just logging on, doing the work as is outlined and then leaving afterwards. That's about all the time we have today. Thanks to Wayne for joining us. You can find him on Fiverr as Aussie UK and again in the marketing section. Our jingle today was made by me, Custom Drum Loops. And as always, we are edited by Dancha. Thanks so much. I will see you next week. Fibercast. Fibercast.